It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, September 19th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Uh, today, this morning, was the Queen's funeral. It was. We did talk a bit about on the podcast today. Um, I was joking kind of earlier this morning that I, well, you did too. We woke up and put it on like while I was getting ready for work. And I was like, oh, this is just church. Yeah. This is just church on TV. This is nothing specific about the Queen. Beforehand, like it was the, you know, processional or whatever mm-hmm. into the church. And that was a bit different. And then it was full out just church. It was... The singing and the everything that goes along with church. Because like yeah. it could be anybody in that casket, for all I know. Also, so. um, when I turned on my television, it was quite loud, and I didn't really realize how loud it was at the time. And it was like, so, then all of a sudden they started singing, and it's kind of like echoing off the walls of my place. And somebody's probably like, "What in the <laughs> hell is this woman doing with super loud just church music going at four on in the at morning?" Four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was the weekend? Other than that, Shauna. It was awesome. Yeah? I was in town this weekend, which is always really nice. Um, didn't plan a lot, which is also always the like luxury of actually being around on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just wound up uh, on, on Stephen Ave and was touring around 17th on Saturday. And then had good old band practice yesterday, gearing nice. up for our band's gig coming up. So yeah. You guys have two shows in October, right? We do. First and the 15th? Yeah, we're playing Trolley 5 October 1st, and then we are playing a uh, Gord Downey fundraiser show on the 15th at the rooftop, which is going to be pretty cool. Are you guys doing any hip that night? Uh, we are, yes. Going to do one song, okay. I think. Uh, and then there's the full-out hip tribute band that's going to be playing as okay. well. There's several bands in the bill. We're only playing for like 45 minutes, which is so awesome because we just get to help raise money for cancer and uh, just do a little set and then hang out. Well, I know several friends of the show have asked when you like let us know when your band is playing next. So there you go. There you go. Um, you can reach out on yeah my social media and stuff if you want to know where to grab tickets. They're 10 bucks. It's uh, dirt cheap. So Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I bought a couple trees on the weekend. Got to get Sweet. those planted. Man, there's so much to buying a tree. Like Trees have like personalities. They're like, they're kind of like people. Yeah. You know, like the way the way, the more I read about this, like I thought you just kind of pick a tree that works well in the climate, and look, but there's so much you have to think about. I talked about that, but even like in terms of how it has to be planted and how it has to be pruned, and like it's funny because I did a little bit of investigation into that because I wanted some trees for my patio for a while, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was crazy. It was just like so much to think about. Yeah, buying a tree that you would never have assumed if you didn't actually start researching. No, that's true. That's very true. Um, also went out on Saturday, had a good time, got to see some friends. It was cool to be out in the city and kind of feel that energy. And the energy. Yeah. Um, on today's show, as I mentioned, we're going to talk a bit about the Queen's funeral. The goat of cheap food. Songs about radio stations and hosts. And etymology. Don't often hear Shauna get fired up and like angry at someone, but there was a story in the news recently that I think warrants it. We'll talk about that. And just we're going to start with just about the most Vancouver thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> After your out-of-context clip of the show, we're going to be so limber. Yep. You don't even know. Yeah, you see this downward dog? This is how <laughs> mad I am. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Mark sent me a photo of a yoga protest that happened in Vancouver yesterday. Oh, that's the most Vancouver thing I've ever heard. A yoga Protest. Combining their two favorite things. Oh my God. Protesting and yoga. Yes. I have never heard of this. So it happened in Peace Park also, which is hilarious. Perfect. But honestly, like, apparently thousands of Vancouverites gathered out front of Lululemon headquarters and protested by doing yoga. It was what yoga was their for, issue? 
for coal free cash fashion rather coal they want free fashion coal free fashion they want Lululemon to go and venture to coal free fashion I don't exactly know what that well, means so there's an environmental angle to it too. Yes. even better this is just checking all the boxes this isn't is it? the most like I don't think you can get more Vancouver if you tried okay <laughs> they all just got together and angrily did yoga <laughs> to protest yoga. okay I've decided that I think I'm going to do that from now on every time I'm angry about something I'm going to I'll, I'll Yoga protest. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Shauna, no. No, yeah. don't do it. I'll show you. Look at my cat cow pose. Okay, take that. You have so much to yeah. live for. Don't do this. It's not like it's a hunger strike uh-huh. or anything. Half Lord of the Fishes <laughs> pose for you. Like what? In- We're not stopping until God's we get some answers. Earth. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Keep going, I guess. <laughs> We're going to be so limber. Yep. You don't even know. Now you see this downward dog? This is how <laughs> mad I am. V and S in 20 minutes or less. So the Queen's funeral was this morning. Uh, coverage continues throughout the day. Yeah. And, I mean, when she died 10 years ago, you and I, t- or 10 days ago, you and I talked a bit about, about this, Sean. We talked a bit about her, her character and how much we admired her. Yeah. In that sense, but also, you know, the issues that people have with her and the institution that she totally. represents. I heard... Two great takes on the Queen recently, though, like since since her passing. And the first, I'm going to play this clip for you. This is from my boy Sam Harris. Virtues like discipline and dignity and self-restraint, right? The sacrifice of self to the institution, which the Queen demonstrated to an incredible degree. She was a kind of anti-celebrity. She was perhaps the most famous woman on earth, but she was really a cipher. She subordinated everything to the role that she was meant to play. It simply wasn't about her. In place of her personality, she functioned as a kind of symbol of service to her country and of patriotism and of civility and continuity and stability. I like that. Mm -hmm. I thought that's very true and it's probably one of the reasons that so many people did admire her, right? Totally. Uh, My aunt was one of those people and I, I messaged my aunt after she was a lifelong fan of the Queen, and I messaged her after the Queen died, and I said, "Like, how are you feeling about this?" You know, and she, my aunt said that one of the things that she always admired most about the Queen was that she was above partisanship, to the point that like people have guesses, but nobody really knows how she felt about yeah about politics, about certain issues. True. In fact, I was reading this article the other day. I found this this article it was from a few years back, and it was called Five Times the Queen Has Revealed Her Political Views." And the examples that they give are laughable, Shauna. Like, one of the examples is when Scotland voted uh, on the independence referendum in 2014. She said, I hope people will think very carefully about the future. And everyone was like, oh my, like, what oh. does she mean by that? Is she... She's revealed. She, <laughs> she's that exposed was her, herself. One of the five times in her 70-year reign where people are like, maybe that could mean something. Wow. And that's just... That's as vague as it gets. That's impressive. By yep. comparison, like we live in a world of political mudslinging, mm-hmm. and that was about as spicy as she ever got. Wow. So yep. and you and I both respect the ability to remain neutral when necessary, to put politics aside when mm-hmm. necessary, and not to make a pun, but she was the queen of that. Yeah. She was she was so good at that. BNS in 20 minutes or less. So you've probably heard by now of the grandparent scams that are happening around the city. Uh, basically, these scammers call up grandparents, vulnerable older people, and they claim to be essentially like the lawyer of your grandchild, whether it's your granddaughter or grandson, saying that 
they're, they're in jail, for example, they need help, you need to send money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times it's $10,000 they'll say they need. And these, these older people, of course, will be like, well, I want to help my grandson. So they'll send the money. Uh, one of the scammers from here in Calgary was actually caught recently, which is great. Uh, but then a story came out from a senior around here who was scammed. And basically his wife had just passed away and the obituary was in the paper. And they think the scammer found out the granddaughter's name through the obituary of his wife. Where it says, like, surviving descendants and stuff, surviving relatives. Are these people, they normally name them. Well, that's absolutely disgusting. When I read that, I was like, if there is a hell, okay, that person deserves to go. Like, you take somebody who just lost his wife. Some old dude. Some old guy who just lost his wife, and you use the obituary to then try and con him out of tens of thousands of dollars. What yeah, is, that is wrong a, with you? That is a special kind of rotten, isn't I was, it? I like, was just like, who who has the moral compass to think that that is what you should be... Oh, man. Yeah. Ugh. I read that. I'm I was just like... comb through the obituaries, see who's really having a rough go over yeah, here, and then I'll And then take advantage them. of them. Just... Like, did you tip somebody out of their wheelchair Holy on the way over there or what, crap. too? Like, yeah. Jesus. It was... Like, hearing what that... What is wrong with you? I can't believe that some... Like, what... In God, just anytime someone preys on someone who's especially vulnerable, you yeah. know that includes old people, children, yep. you know people with disabilities. Like that's I know it's it's like taking advantage of old people to begin with is absolutely yeah. awful, and then to do it with somebody who just lost their wife. What you know, my so my dad's a retired police officer, and he spent the last bit of his career in fraud, and he said this like this is how they do it, right? This happens all the time because yeah. old people, one, they're trusting. They yeah. don't really understand a lot of the tech and stuff sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they can be easy targets for scammers. And It's awful. It's just terrible, man. Like, I just don't understand it. It's just one of those things that I hope the rest of them get caught. I'm so happy the one did. Yeah, it was a bank teller, right? It was a bank teller. It was teller. like, maybe you should call your granddaughter and just see to verify. Yeah. if this is legitimate. Which, um, kudos to that bank teller for, for you know, making yeah. that happen because... My God. Like, well, I was thinking, like, you would think at this point tellers would be on the lookout for that sort of thing, right? Yeah. If an old person comes in and asks to withdraw a whole bunch of money. But, and I said this to you last week, and you made a great point that the old person probably isn't likely to share those details. No, with like, the if bank an old teller, person. Like what the money's for. Yeah. But, yeah. Especially if it's, you know, your grandchild is in jail. You're not right. going to want to say that to a bank teller right. necessarily. So, but yeah, if you are working in a bank or. You know, somebody who does have access to that type of thing, and you you see something like this, maybe bring it up. Even this even, is awful. Even something to mention to your older relatives too. Yes. Like they just be on the lookout for this sort of thing because there are some some pretty nasty people who are looking to take There's advantage of you. There's a certain place right? in hell for them. Two things. I have a really good friend who is a bank teller, and she said that they do if the person like hasn't sounds like it could be a scam. They do try to stop it. At least she does. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. But, like, they can't deny somebody their money. You're right. And they probably can't pry too deep into why the person needs the money, right? Exactly. So they can be like, this sounds like it might be a scam. And if the person's like, nope, it's legit, then... That's kind of the end of it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, you know, and sometimes, I mean, you can give someone all the warning in the world and it doesn't matter. Like, my grandpa got scammed by some guy claiming to be from a church. And my dad the whole time was like, this is a scam. This is 100% a scam. And my grandpa's like, no, he's a very religious man. I'm going to send him $10,000. And my dad's like, all right, but it's a scam. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and that's totally... But even just bringing it up to 
to them. That's all you can do, right? Like just because yeah, some, true. some I, I'm sure they have stopped because people wouldn't yeah. have thought of it that way, and then others for sure would be like, no, this is definitely I need you know I need this, mm-hmm. but yeah, totally. My. When my grandfather passed away, also, my grandma, they live in small town, Ontario, in Port Perry. Maybe you know where that is, Shauna. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I don't want to have the time of his funeral posted in the newspaper because people are going to know that our house is empty and come rob it. Oh, wow. Hey. <laughs> there are, honestly, though, that is a thing, too. Yeah, no one's going to be yeah. home at that okay, time. Well, at least my grandma's not getting scammed. <laughs> she's, <got> her- <laughs> she's on high alert. Wow. That is- she is on high alert. She's so not we getting like, I don't know. <laughs> grandma ain't getting scammed, okay? Grandma not no. getting scammed yeah. at all. No. Yeah. The BNS in 20 minutes. So many people have said that the Queen's death will probably be one of those events where you remember where you were and what you were doing when you heard about it. Yeah. Right? It was a big one. Uh, Well, I was FaceTiming with my parents on the weekend, and they asked me, they were saying, what was the first news event you remembered when you were growing up? I was like, huh, i got to give that some thought. Hmm. How about you? Do you remember the first, like, world event, first news event that you took note of? So I have a terrible memory, so this isn't good. But I I do remember Princess Diana's funeral. Okay. And I remember that because I was at a friend's house having a sleepover, and her mom was a big fan of Princess Diana, as many people were, I'm sure. And I remember her turning it on, and she was watching the TV in her bedroom, and she she was absolutely devastated. So I remember that. Um... And then I mean nine eleven, of course. Yeah. I remember that one very vividly. But I don't, I don't know what before that. I that was remember. the f- that was my answer too. The first one I remember because I'm, Princess Diana and Mother Teresa died within a week of each other right. in nineteen ninety seven. Right. And yeah. those were the two, the first two that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. remembered Bill Clinton apologizing for the Monica Lewinsky thing, but that was I think a year or two later, and then nine eleven was in two thousand one. Yeah. So. It was funny because my dad said he like kind of vaguely remembers the moon landing. He was born in '61. Wow! Uh, and then he remembered like the the summit series Canada versus the USSR mm-hmm. in '72. And uh, I asked another family member, and she said she's a bit older, and she said that uh, the JFK assassination was the first thing she remembered. That would be a big one. Yeah. Yep. And McKenna was born in '92. She said it was 9/11. What I noticed when with everyone answer, everyone's answers is that everyone was kind of around the age of nine. Yeah, nine seems to be just based on the people that I polled, the age where you maybe start to take note of the wider world. Yep. Although it's interesting because there are just those major, major events, right? And they happen when they happen. So um, yeah, that's true. Like 9/11 is kind of the exception, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I think that would be it. Yeah, Princess like, Diana. And if you were five when nine eleven happened, would you remember? It's a good question. Maybe not. I mean, it was just such a big event. It, yeah, it would be curious to know how young somebody remembers that from. Yes. Yeah. And how much of it, even though sometimes your memory skews, right? So it's like you think you remember it, but who knows? Or is it just that people talked about it so much around then that good you're point. like, oh, no, I think I remember that. But sort of a false memory? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Princess Diana. I remember, remember that one the most vividly. I guess. So if you know, if this is one of those events, if the Queen's passing is one of those events that you'll remember, then the people who are eight, nine, ten right now, kids who are that age, that this might be the first big one for them. The BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. This is Flip Phone Darren. Flip Phone Darren. What how are you up? now? 
been a while. It's been a while. You guys were talking about uh, first news events that we remembered. Mm-hmm. You're, you guys are both the same age as me, give or take. What about uh, Timothy McVeigh and uh, Oklahoma City bombing? Oh. I don't yeah, remember that. I don't remember the bombing itself, but I do remember some of the trial, like some of the, the legal proceedings afterward. Yeah, well, that's the same with like OJ. Mm-hmm. We were a little young for that, but it was, you know, huge. And what about Columbine? Was Columbine before Diana? Good. Uh, I want to say Columbine was 99. Let me see. Columbine shooting. Uh, yeah, April 20th, 1990. Or 1999. So it was two years after Diana. And- after Diana. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, those are some big ones when we were young. The Oklahoma City bombing was 95. Yeah, so I remember, oh. like, some of the stuff after that. I don't remember the actual yeah, explosion. For sure. Yeah, I guess so. And what year were yeah. you born? 88. It's kind of crazy when I was young, like... It was very rare I was ever allowed to stay home sick from school, mm-hmm. but there was two days that like, you just have one of those days like, mom, I just don't want to go. <laughs> and the first day is Columbine happened and I watched it live on TV. Whoa. And, th- and then it happened again on 9-11 and we watched that live on TV. So like, at that point, I just be like, well, you're going to school every day for every little, day. little yeah, flip yeah. phone there. The world can't handle you not being sick and not coming to school. God. <laughs> wow. You're probably That's like, crazy. you're probably like, big, th- big things happen when you stay home. What am I missing? Big when things I'm happen, school? yeah. No kidding. <laughs> you got to stay home. You should see what happens on the news. It's wild. <laughs> dear God. You're never allowed to have vacation days. No. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> DNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. I have a couple of etymologies for you. Lay them um, both on us. A couple friends of the show were asking about these. So Mark was curious about the word instead. So instead, I'd never really thought of, but it's the contraction of two words, in-stead. And stead is an old English word that just means place. Right, because you sometimes hear it very formally used as like, will you go in my stead, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And will you go instead of me? That's it. And so instead, yeah, it just means in place of. That's what that means, okay. instead. Uh, Daniel wanted to know where the word spell comes from. And this one is interesting. Spell has nothing to do with, you know, casting a spell. But the word spell comes from the old French espeller, which means to signify, explain, or interpret. Uh, another interpretation means to recite. So from there, you can see how it morphed into meaning, you know, interpreting a word or reciting the letters of a word. Breaking it down to its That's very components, it. right? And then when you think of casting a spell, you're essentially reciting a recipe, a spell recipe, more or mm. less. So there you go. Uh, and then I got thinking about why it's called a spelling bee. And I was like, why, why do you is call it a, it a bee? A bee. What is a bee? And this is a bit of a mystery, but bee has been used for a really long time to refer to community or social gatherings with friends or neighbors. And normally it was to help one another out. So there used to be sewing bees, quilting bees, oh. barn raising bees. Okay. The earliest example of this is from 1769, and it was a spinning bee. And then in 1816, they referenced a husking bee. So people corn? gathered together and husked their corn together. Then there was a logging bee, but the idea was always gathering around uh, to help one another. So they think that the kind of gathering morphed into a spelling bee at some point, and that's why we got it there. But bees are just kind of community gatherings, all kinds of bees. So and the spelling bee is kind of the only one that survived. Mm-hmm. We don't really use the word bee for anything else anymore. But I kind of want to. Well, I do it I do at our house. I will encourage us to have cleaning bees. Right, yeah. Say, we're going to have a cleaning bee. There you go. We're going to 
got a couple bees buzzing around in our bonnet. Yeah. We're going to be busy little worker bees around here. And then I do that the whole time we're cleaning. It's and you really can imagine annoying. that just everybody wants to kill me yep, at the house. I could see that. Look at look at you, bunch of little busy little worker bees. And everybody's like, shut up, Dad. We're having a cleaning bee. Yeah, I hope he gets stung by a bee. Etymology with Shauna. V&S in 20 minutes or less. One of my favorite Canadian artists is a dude named Adam Baldwin. He's from uh, he's from Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. And he just released a new song called Voice of the Eastern Passage. And the song is a tribute to a dude named Wayne Harrett. And Wayne was the founder and one of the hosts of 105.9 Seaside FM which is a community radio station in Halifax. It's based in the suburb of Eastern Passage, if you're familiar with it. But mm-hmm. uh, Wayne passed away last year from, from cancer, and this song is about him. Now I'm not the I thought, wow, what a tribute. Hey? That is awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge honor. Could you imagine someone no. writing a song like that about you and your radio station? Wow. That's awesome. Trying to think about other songs uh, that are specific like about a specific radio station or a specific radio host. Because, I mean, there are lots of artists that sing about radio generically about, you know, hearing the song on the radio or totally. whatever. But what about like specifically? The only the, one I can think of is the famous one, like Rush. Spirit of the Radio, yeah. yeah. about CFNY in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. Um, the only other one I could think of, uh, Bob Seeger wrote a song called Rosalie. It was later covered by Thin Lizzy, but it was about the music director at CKLW in Windsor, Ontario, Rosalie Tremblay, because uh, he couldn't get her to play his songs. So it was kind of like, it, it was kind of like a shot at her. If, yeah. More that's, than anything. Okay. She knows music. I know music too, you see. That's really funny. <laughs> and her station never played that song. Wow. And there's people aren't sure if it's because, you know, she was she was mad about it or because she thought it would be like a conflict of interest to play a song that was specifically about her. Yeah. But it just kind of puts her in an awkward spot either way. Kind of does, yeah. <laughs> so, Although, wow, again, what an honor. Imagine. Is it an honor? Band plays a whole, <laughs> writes a whole song about you. Bob Seger writes a diss track about you. I mean, it's not exactly. I mean, he's mad that <laughs> she's not playing his music, but she still kind of holds the power, That's as he true. said. That's so. true. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend just tweeted that there is nothing better than a Costco hot dog. Nothing. Mm. And I got thinking about that, and I was like, what would the goat of cheap food be the greatest of all time when it comes to just good cheap food because the reason a Costco hot dog is so good is first of all it is tasty but on the other hand it's because of the price right you just can't beat it you can't beat it your friend is kind of exaggerating there's plenty better than a Costco hot dog but in terms of bang for your buck exactly in terms of the calculation of you know cost versus what you're getting Mm -hmm. yeah it's got to be up there Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about others like what would other cheap good foods be like a McDonald's cheeseburger I mean man yeah, Lots of people would go to that. That'd right? be my first choice, I think. But mm, interesting. maybe not for goats, but for me personally. Yeah. Um, 
I think if you, I mean, rice, right? Like you'd probably mm-hmm. have to go with rice because it feeds most of the world, right? It's true. Um, yeah, I wasn't thinking of uh, like as basic as that because rice, you know, you, you need some stuff with the rice, yeah. whether it's just soy sauce or something else, but just straight rice. Like I wouldn't go and just mow down on some white rice without anything else. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the hot dog is the complete package. That's true. As That's is the, the cheeseburger, right? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, Mr. Noodles or any of the, the, the those noodles ones. Those are always a great cheap option, right? That was going to be my pick. Uh, and I wouldn't have said that re- until just recently, but we went on an overnight hike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all had like our fancy dehydrated meals and stuff that you get at the camping stores. Yep. And, that, and they're not cheap. They're like 15, 20 bucks for a good one. Yeah. And we get up there and one of my buddy pulls out. It's Sapporo Ichiban out of his his pack. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, this is all I'm having. It was 89 cents. And I was like, that is brilliant. Yes. That's, and we are paying 20 times as much for ours. Yep. So I think, and you can add whatever you want to it. Totally. Some people eat it dry, which I always thought was kind of weird. Yep. Oh, yeah. We used to bring them to school as kids, and that's what it was cheap, and we would eat them dry, which is. Yeah, and spill them everywhere, and the poor custodian would have to come in and deal with them. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'd probably go with like ramen. Okay. Ramen would be the. I mean, you could say like craft dinner. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about craft dinner. That's like more of a Canadian thing, isn't it? Like you couldn't go anywhere and get KD. You can go anywhere and get ramen. I think. That's true. Mm-hmm. Can you? I suppose so. Yeah, I think it's pretty big. It would be universal. I mean, you can go just about anywhere and get McDonald's too. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So. Okay. That might be even more universal, actually, which is insane. B and S in 20 minutes or less. So, Beckler, there's a commercial that we were airing last week, and there's just something that was happening in this commercial that I just want to... I'm going to play this for you, okay? Ready for it? Mm. Bacon, egg, and jalapeno cheddar McMuffin. Did you notice anything strange oh, yeah. there? yeah. She leans into that jalapeno just hard, like, doesn't she? bacon, egg, and jalapeno cheddar... And I was listening to this, and I was just like, is that how you're supposed to say jalapeno? Pino? Because I say peen. Is it pain and not peen? Peen. Do we have to take the peen out and put it in the pain in? I'm but very confused. That, what's that little squiggle over the end called in Spanish? You know what that oh, accent is yeah, called? Yeah, this is embarrassing that I don't know the name of it, but well, you're you right. Speak Spanish, that is what so. pain, I, that is what that probably is, and I've been saying jalapeno wrong my whole life. I, I think a lot of people have, mm. um, but I, if you think about, like, there are several baseball players with the last name Pena, yeah. and it has that little squiggle, right. and it's not Pina, it's Pena, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. But everybody says jalapeno, like they that do. I know uh, here, or, and I, we've all been saying it wrong. I just say jalapeno. I don't even have the the yo, the so, jalapeno. That's fair. Which is still better than Ricky from Trailer Park Boys jalapeno. <laughs> so them jalapeno chips. That's true. Ricky, yeah. it's jalapeno. I mean, that's the true Saskatchewan way of saying it for sure. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So she's been saying it right, and we've been saying it wrong. Every time I hear that, though, I was just like, what? I, I was like, is this their way of just trying to get our attention? That's what I thought at first. And I'm like, no, she's just saying it correctly. She's saying it the right way. You it's would think that McDonald's would look into it. Pain <laughs> instead of peen. No more peen, more pain. No, <laughs> It's my new motto. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't recommend that. I don't know if I'd run with that. I learned last week more that... More pain, no peen. Okay. Some people say, it like, habanero is just habanero, but some people will will put... Habanero? They'll say it like that, but that's not right. Mm, people are, like, fancying it up unnecessarily. Okay. Yeah. 
That's good to know. So jalapeno. 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 Give us your your new words to live by one more time. Your motto. Yeah. No pain, all pain. Okay. Sick. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9. Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X 92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have VNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.